What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Stochastic.com NFL Strategy Show. Presented by Prize Picks. I'm Dave Locker, not Lafayette underscore D on Twitter. L O U G H Y underscore D is how you spell it. Joined by Ben Rasa at Jazzraz DFS himself. What's good, brother? What's up, man? Yeah, another week in the books. Uh, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. I feel like NFL hits like a mini, a mini lull, and then it revs back up now, starting till Thanksgiving. Like, which to me is the best slate of the year. We got a lot of teams on buys. Some teams are starting to get out of it. A little weird, weird kind of mid-stretch of the season. Six teams. This is the biggest bye Six. week so far, maybe of the year, probably of the year, now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's only 10 games on the main slate. I know. Yeah, 13 games in total, so it makes things easy. Uh, anyway, happy to have you guys with us. Very happy to have you with us, as always. This is uh, our favorite show of the week. We get to preview a little look-ahead for the, the week nine slate, who knows where the show will take us? One will, could only guess. Uh, I honestly, have, we, we don't plan anything that, that we talk about. So, I mean, we plan the, the we football keep it part. Right? Yeah, the football part. It's a social experiment because we like to see you get a nice, a nice spread of, you ever go back and look at the comments on, on this specific show each it's week? The, it's the best. I actually enjoy looking at them for that exact reason. Yeah, it's like, 50% just like, wow, you guys are hilarious. Keep it up. And then 50% like, these idiots don't respect my time. Like, don't <laughs> ever have fun on a show. I only want your football takes. Thanks for nothing. It's like, okay. Right, that's right, right, right. We, right. we don't appreciate, respect you. We don't value your time, but you value ours. By the way, uh, how dare you make me watch all one hour and 15 minutes of this free content on YouTube? that I could click out of any time I'd like. Yeah. It's a tough scene. Oh, I don't think that. it's 50% though. I think it's far no, it's less not. than that. It's it's 80, 20. Good guys for sure. Yeah. Good, good guys always come out on top. Uh, did you trick or treat? Uh, no, I, I did not trick or treat. I didn't get any trick or treaters, a double win for me. None. No, we didn't get any. I thought we'd get a couple. Cause there are like, you know, it's a decent neighborhood for it. And, and there are kids of that age around. But what did, did you trick or treat? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, no, I figured I, when my when my daughter's she's one, she's like 20 months. Oh, so, so that yeah, that's okay. it's different. Like, of course, Justine dressed her up and, you know, it's not much like Minnie Mouse ears and the yeah, yeah. tutors and then took her out to a couple houses just, you know, to get the idea. But 
when she's old enough, I'll for sure put a like I'll I'll put you a costume to. on and go out with her. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, no, not at all. My dad like, used to do that when I was a kid, and a I family still remember, costume. Still remember it? Yeah, yeah. That that's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's encouraged. For sure. But she's young. Now. She, she doesn't know what's going on. So no, not... that's just weird. <laughs> that would just be weird. <laughs> Except if I'm like... full out and she just has no clue what yeah. we're doing. And it's just yeah. like, is that a prop so you can trick or treat? Like, what exactly. are we doing here? That's exactly what it that's, is. No. Is it a violation when she's old enough for me to also take candy with her? Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do that, but I, I'm sure there's a gray area where it's like, take oh, two, her, 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 yeah, like her her hands aren't strong. I'll 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 handle this yeah. part. <laughs> like, wait, what are you doing, guy? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a Halloween fan. Shocker. I have a ring doorbell, and uh, like you, anyone who who has one of these knows that you get like neighborhood alerts from the surrounding area, you know, few mile, few mile radius. And there was one yesterday that they labeled as a property disturbance because someone took all of the candy out of the bucket that they left out front. That is par for the course. If you expect to go a full night without someone coming through and saying, you know, I've struck gold. I don't know what you're thinking. Then sit outside or keep the candy inside. That's insane. Got to keep the candy inside. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just a way of society. That's just how it works. That's always been a thing. Yeah, exactly. Or you just put a sign like "Take two or you get shot." That would oh. that would absolutely uh, keep people from from stealing the whole thing. That's one way to do it. I haven't seen that method utilized here, I but guarantee sure. it works. I'm sure it does. Um, and we know you're not one to you know, put out false threats. So you, <laughs> I, I certainly would only take one. Um, might not no, even take I even said two. You like can take that. two. But it we, would did dis- get a, we got a super chat early in the show and it's 100% addressed to you because I can't answer this. Nothing like some stochastic to start off our day. Lafayette, I'm headed to Philly to watch our birds take on A-Rod. Any recommendation on sports bars, nightlife? Oh, the Packers are playing in Philly, huh? Um, not really. No, I don't live in Philly. I mean, they do some good. I don't, I go, I go down there and my, because a couple of my buddies live walking distance to the stadium. So I just go down there. I say, Hey, take me, take me wherever we want to go and and we'll have some fun. But, uh, anything down around that area, you're, you're going to do fine with, but there are bars by this, like right by the stadium. Yeah. Xfinity, Xfinity live, but it's wild. Like it's just, to get a beer, you wait forever. You, you yeah, know, you're that. walking through. I shouldn't say a stampede, right? That's probably still sensitive. Yeah, but a lot of people. That was crazy. Yeah. Insane. How does that even happen? I, thank I, you, thank you, Two Tap Sam, for the super chat. Enjoy the game. <laughs> I was at Lambeau to see the Eagles and 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 Packers a few years ago. Took me seventy hours to get home because all the flights got canceled. But. Uh, stayed in like a crackhead motel because everything else was filled. This place had bottle openers in the, on the bathroom sink. Oh, it's good. Good efficiency. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what were we saying? Nothing really. We were just, we were just chatting. I don't have a huge, like hot take. I thought week eight was first of all, shout out to you. You had some really good DFS teams that were on the cusp of greatness. I think any other week, obviously, but that, not that it matters. It's know? all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. But yeah, it was, it looked good. 
It's the Panthers good. game. What? The Panthers game, one of the crazier of the year. Yeah. Just stupidity. Well, you know what it was too? I was I was very underweight on DJ Moore, which like didn't hurt me in the sense that I, I didn't win money, but it hurt me in the sense that that fucking that that yeah, that Hail Mary Yeah. Like from PJ Walker in double coverage. How do you let him get open downfield? He was actually open. That wasn't a Hail Mary style. Like right, he just no, caught okay, the I pass. I shouldn't say Hail Mary, but it was like late no, game, no. need to score. Defense has to play deep, and he was wide open. It, it was strange. Like it was a Hail Mary, 100%, but it wasn't like the, oh, it, it juggled in the air and he caught it. He was just like actually, like how is he open? Right. What are you doing? And then they still lost. They still lost. Like because... Just, well, wait. Yeah, well, because he took he the took off his helmet. Right? Yeah. How long was that extra point attempt? It was pretty. I mean, you still should 100% win, not to mention that kicker also missed a game winner in overtime. So, yes, you had a multiple chances, one. a shorter one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just straight. It was a strange week because like running back, I had a, I had the right good pieces. I had teams and I think a lot of people were like this. I had like five guys with 35 points. And then four guys with two points. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> sort of right, but so so wrong. The Ellinger experiment did not go well. Derrick Henry was just a monster, but also not that useful because there was like eight running backs that scored that much. It, it was like even McCaffrey. McCaffrey's unbelievable, not even relevant. I know. Uh, uh, Wade Winnigman says Atlanta's DBs were practice squad players. No, I know their secondary is beat up. My point is, one, DJ Moore, without that miraculous touchdown, does not get anybody there at all. And you're lucky. You're glad not to have him. Second, didn't he just run a go route to the end zone? Yeah, again, he it wasn't. Even if you're like practice squad players i'm assuming you're familiar with the concept of like just don't let them catch the hail mary like yeah, just don't get let them get there. behind you yeah it was such a weird play hey credit listen atlanta for all their problems they hold it together i mean it's, it's crazy yeah i mean they shouldn't have because they definitely should have lost that game but correct but hey but and 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 how about Houston? 314 rushing yards in regulation they allowed. 314 rushing yards. Yeah. Bad. Really, really bad. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, oh, the, you know, the Colts, typical, typical. I've never been so happy. It was funny. So this is the last thing we can dive into it. I'm here. I'm watching the game. And, and May kind of asked me basically, like, what, what do we need? Because I was watching so intently the Colts Washington game. And I was like, I didn't bet this game and it doesn't really matter. I just wanted the Colts to lose so badly because I cannot, everything about that team pisses me off. You want them to, you, well, you, I think you're, you're like me in the sense that you don't want incompetence to go rewarded. Yeah. Punished would be the word that we need to install. Yeah. Yes. But the same, they, I feel the same way with the Broncos. Yeah. A hundred percent. You All want them teams. to get punished for horrible decision-making. Yeah. Not rewarded. It, it was, so bad, and they're kicking field goals from the one one yard line. The Colts, <laughs> and it's just like you have no idea what you're doing. You let Taylor Heineke waltz down the field again. McLaurin's catching crazy balls. It, it was just what a gutless performance as usual. It was oh, and very, the Lions. 
another one. Sorry to the to the the darling of hard knocks. I mean, come on, like come on with this team. Hey, hey I'll tell you what though. I tell you what, this team can score some points at home. Yeah, I mean, great. that's what it. Like they're great for stacking games at home, whether they win or lose, which they will lose. Cool. I'm pretty sure that's not enough to keep your job. There's only 32 of those jobs. Oh no, no, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I don't. I mean, like, well, I mean, when the Lions win. are playing at home, from we're doing a DFS show right now. They, yeah. they, they can get it go. By the way, Colts fired their offensive coordinator this morning. I know these poor guys. Like, it, it, there's so many sacrificial lands. I know. It, oh, it's I know. So unfair. It's so funny you said. It's so funny you say that. So I had just recorded a video. I get up. I look at my phone. Uh, I'm walking downstairs. Looking at my phone, and I go, yeah, this guy, he's a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a scapegoat. It's the exact same thoughts that crossed my mind. It, that's, he is not the reason why. Frank Wright's play, calling the plays. Come on. Yeah, It's just like Dan Campbell. They fired the, de- the defensive backs coach. Not even the D coordinator yet. Like, you just start with this guy, and then so... So unfair, but that's the nature of the business. I do like that we only have 10 games this week. For me, this is a perfect DFS slate. It is. And we're very, very much happy to have all of you with us. If you haven't done so yet, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment down below if you're watching after the fact. If you're listening in podcast form after we've been live, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating or review, whatever it may be. Uh, preferably appreciative ones. That helps us a lot. But either way, leave a rating or a review and tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have uh, as many people in here as possible each and every day. All right, you ready to talk a little football here? Let's talk about week nine. All right, so number one, quarterback. Is this a week? I'm going to kick it off with this question. Is this a week where we go cheap quarterback? So I I think it's... It's not a week that at first glance I'm thinking, oh, let me let me find money for Josh Allen. Because he's he's in his own tier right now. It, it's crazy. He's eighty five hundred dollars. I was a little I maybe I shouldn't be. Let me ask you this. I was like, okay, a divisional game on the road. You know, they just played at night. It's not, you know, they should they should win, of course. It's 13 points. That seemed I, like a lot of points. I honestly thought nine and, and a half. half. Yeah. 10. Same. I was That's very surprised by 13 points. That's a lot of points. So that made me kind of mm-hmm. look at it. You've got Tyler against Seattle at home. I would assume is the spot for people. That just seems like the spot that you're going to want to target. The same spot he collapsed in two weeks ago. But I do agree with you, by the way. I do agree. Yeah, I mean, in that game, that's a bizarre game. He had 100 yards rushing in that game. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Herbert seems reasonable inside against Atlanta. You got two against the Bears, not in love with that. Burrow against Carolina at home off the short week. Cousins can't really go to Brady at this point. (laughs) Rodgers against Detroit. That's going to be fascinating. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. You get to these cheap options, sub-6K, even lower. We're going to talk about them because there's a few that I think I may just pay down for. Let's go through it for a second. Now, Herbert, he's interesting in the sense of, you're, you're right, like you said, you're in a dome. Atlanta's secondary is, is really, we'll see what they look like, but they're not in good shape. I do like Herbert. But let's not ignore the fact that Mike Williams is out. He's going to be out for a while. Keenan Allen started last game. 
uh, coming back from a buy, right? Or no, did they have a buy? They had a buy this week. So started week seven, uh, didn't last. Comes out because he was he was uh, he 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 was it was it wasn't right. He, he wasn't right. And then they come back after the buy yesterday, and he doesn't practice. So you got discomfort. So you leave the game. And then you don't practice coming back on a Monday. Sure, it's a Monday. Like things can develop throughout the week, but it, it's it's a very realistic possibility that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are out. Yeah, that would change some, a lot. Obviously, you would have, I mean, a really cheap stack, which would change the nature of the opportunity costs, particularly at wide receiver. It it is interesting because to me, there's not a glaring. I think that Rodgers against Detroit is probably the pretty obvious mid-range target. I mean, I'm not – or what about – I mean, it's such a crazy – Geno Smith, you know, Arizona's defense isn't exactly a juggernaut, and he's still continuing to put up numbers favorable. You know, it's in Arizona. I don't think that's the worst. Those guys are sub-6K. And, of course, Josh Allen, you know, Chad's talking about this, projects better, way better than everybody else. It's just – how much is that salary going to come into play? Like you're talking about a $2,500 difference between him and these guys. Right. It, it is a big difference. I, I will, I will, will point out though, that there are some, there aren't a ton of top tier running backs. I think Travis Etienne is probably mega chalk this week yeah. and rightfully so he's 6,300. Uh, Wide receivers, a lot of discount wide receivers. There, there's definitely a possibility that you can do, and I won't say whatever you want, but this is a lot different than other slates for sure. But still, the mid-range of, of quarterback, it doesn't excite me. Like Joe Burrow against Carolina. Carolina's secondary, I'm not saying they're world beaters, but they're not horrible, horrible. Uh, no Jamar Chase. We saw... Clearly, that had an impact last night. Kirk Cousins against Washington, that's fine. I'm not, again, it doesn't seem like a, the best game to stack, although Terry McLaurin on the other side, 25% target share since Heineke's been starting is, is okay. You mentioned it, Tom Brady. I, when, when, it, when it, is he going to figure it out? I don't know. Rams secondary has been terrible. You get down into that lower tier, though. Derek Carr is 5,400 coming off a terrible game. Heineke's 54 against Minnesota. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think Trevor Lawrence against the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders at 5,200 is crazy. There are some very cheap options that if they came out with big, you know, 30 fantasy point games, I wouldn't be shocked. And, and very few weeks do I say anything like that. Yeah, I mean, all these guys' volume is there. I The talent is there. It's just not sustained. Like, I, I still believe Lawrence has every tool that you could ask for. In flashes, I do want to circle back a little, and I Please. know you would agree with me. How shocking. I mean, we got a lot right, particularly on the odd shopper betting show, which you always check out on Friday afternoons. The Raiders put up no points. I I I, I did a video what? for I did a Thursday night football video today. Um, I like to get it out early. And and I had mentioned how insane it's been. Like the Bengals with even without Chase, you know. They they fell. I know you like the Browns yesterday, but I'm saying they just completely fell flat. They they did nothing for the mo the majority of that game, and the Raiders who had been scoring points in in massive bunches. I mean, you're talking about a Raiders team that coming into this week 
had thrown up back-to-back 30-point performances against New Orleans, or uh, yeah, against New Orleans, sorry, 38-29, and then 32 against Denver. His team was scored. They were the third highest scoring team in the league before they faced a New Orleans defense that wasn't only banged up, but hasn't been good this year. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, see, Brian and Wagner gets it. Raiders firing the QB coach incoming. I'm sure they will. They'll just pick a (laughs) random guy. Yeah, the equipment manager. It's just like, and, and let's not get it twisted. The Saints defense is not the Saints defense. Like it's That's what not, I'm saying. I know. I, I just that was shocking. Having said that, though, I do think you can look to this Jacksonville uh Raiders game. It, it's one that has a lot of interest for me as well. 47 and a half point total. You've got a lot of totals between 46 and 50. The highest total is 50, and there's like three other games that are above 47. Kind of interesting. Very interesting. It, this is actually a game that I like. And, There's nothing oh, lower than that, though, right? What's that? Like, Lawrence, sorry to bring it back. I just, like, to me, Lawrence is probably the, the last reasonable yeah. option. I'm not going to Sam Ellinger. No. Yeah, let's say, okay, you got a 50 with Arizona, Seattle, a 49 and a half with Atlanta, LA, a 49 with Detroit. And I know you went over this, just going over the specific games. Uh, a 49 with Detroit and Green Bay. Okay, that's Monday Night Football. 47 and a half. This is nice. Yeah, Jacksonville Raiders. Yep. 47 and a half. Bills, Jets. Of course, most of that's going to the Bills. 30-point total, 17-point total. Yeah. Th- and then it kind of falls off a cliff a little bit. That's where it gets tricky. One of those games certainly is going to emerge. And I, I think that is – I mean, it's funny. I – Maybe I didn't even understand when I when I thought pay down, I thought you were thinking like crazy quarterbacks. It's just normal quarterbacks that are cheap. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So normally you're not getting Trevor Lawrence at fifty two hundred. Honestly, you're not getting Derek Carr at fifty four hundred. He's coming off Rogers. Rogers. This that one's so tough for me, man. Like, oh god, I. It's not shocking that they covered against Buffalo because the Packers do actually have a good secondary, right? And Buffalo's one weakness is running the football. It's not that they were terrible, but they're not the best ground game. They don't have the best running game. So 27-17, it's not shocking. But Green Bay here, I would not be surprised if Aaron Jones just has the game of his life. This is the Aaron Jones blow-up week? is Is there a better week for it? No, I mean, it's, it's a competitive spread, three-point spread. Yeah, I get it. Good. Oh, I mean, the, the Lions, as bad as their secondary is, they're 28th in rushing yards allowed per attempt, still over five yards per carry. Uh, it's pretty bad. Okay. What about, <laughs> here we go. What about Justin Fields? So, tricky part about Justin Fields because I, I get it. 
and I'm 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 the only I love Justin Fields. Like I, I think I he's know. really my biggest problem is that you are and Alex talks about this on our strategy show. I'm not sure you're gonna stack him. Or are you thinking to put him with Mooney? Because to me, if you wanted to do a skinny stack with Mooney, okay. You run him alone, now you're incurring an extra spot, which makes it that much harder. It would probably be Mooney. It can't be Kolkomat. No. No, it's Mooney or, or nobody. Yeah. <sighs> but. And, and it's real difficult for. It's real difficult on the other side. <clears throat> excuse me. For Miami, because. You, you will like Tua's price. Remember last week we were talking about how easy it was to get to Tua, but then you still got really high priced options. So in all of my, I think I had of all of my lineups, I think I had 40% Miami stacks or something crazy like that. The problem is that most of them didn't have Tua and or, uh, Waddle and Hill, which wasn't a bad thing because there were so many other big performances. The issue, like the one lineup that I screenshotted you the, the other day, I was like, hey, we might have some legs here. Trent Sherfield. Yeah. Trent Sherfield. So your, your tertiary options in Miami are difficult to get to. So if you're stacking this game, maybe it's not the craziest thing to do. Like a, and I'm not, I'm not even advocating for it. I'm just talking through it. Maybe a Fields Mooney, you know, with the Hill bring back or something like that makes more sense than full stacking Miami because Waddle went from, I think, 6,700 to 7,400. Hill's the same price, but Tua's price came up even more. So if you thought it was hard to stack the big two, and they've been amazing week in and week out with Tua Tagovailoa, both of them. If you thought it was difficult last week, this week's going to be even harder. And that's the thing. That's half the battle. Like even to bring it back to Josh Allen, it's not that Josh Allen is priced to the premium. It's that you have you you're gonna need digs too. So now you got two price to the premium. Like Tua, what good is Tua without his receivers? He's not gonna be running for various reasons at this point. Fields, you can't bring it back with Fields. It's either play Fields and bring it back with the obvious options. You're never gonna bring back a Miami stack with Mooney. I mean, I'm that's, not. That's, yeah, you don't want to do that though. Like More you likely can, than not. You can, but you're not gonna feel great. He is forty seven hundred, but. Oh. That Miami secondary has been putrid. I can tell you that much, but that's about it. I don't have anyone else at quarterback. No, me neither. Let's talk running back. Hey, before we do though, shout out to our sponsor, Prize Picks. Wonderful site over there, wonderful format. There's no sharks, optimizers, mass entries, anything. Just daily prop based contests. You're building lineups with props. There's no juice on either side. You're just taking the over or the under, putting them into a lineup. Uh, and if you hit all five of them, you better do a five-player lineup, you're 10Xing. Unlike a traditional book or traditional parlay, if you hit 4X or if you hit four or five, you still 2X. You even get money back with three of five, which you're never going to see anywhere else. Uh, you also get, and this is, I mean, this, you want to talk about sweet. This isn't even sweetening the pot. This is as good as it gets. Not only when you use the link in the description or the one that Tyler is going to put in the chat right now, not only do you get up to a hundred dollar first match deposit bonus, okay, which is big in its own right, you also get a, a free month of Stochastic Plus Platinum entirely free. All of our tools entirely free. It's a hundred twenty dollar value when you sign up at Prize Picks using the link. Deposit, get your deposit bonus, get your free month of Stochastic Plus. And I'm not just talking NFL; I'm talking NBA, 
NHL, PGA, MMA, NASCAR, everything. You everything out there, all of it's over there. And Prize Picks is a nice site too. Uh, I know Eric loves playing there. He's in California, not a legal betting state, so it's a great place to do that. And Ben, if it's somebody like you, you can mix them together. You can do college football, NFL, and NBA all in the same lineup. Yeah, there's just a lot of different opportunities, and, and you can really you sometimes with you know we talk about this. The books have major discrepancies, and over on Prize Picks, there are categories that you just can't like fantasy score. You can't find that at a retail book. You know that's something that you yeah. we project with the tools here. You can actually parlay stuff like that up, which is a really interesting wrinkle and stuff. Really, just categories that you don't find anywhere else. That's my favorite part about it. All right. Well, you should check them out. Get your free month. Get the first match deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. Win some money over there again, especially if you're in states that the betting is not legal. Uh, plus, all of the research you do that you know that we talk about throughout the week that you do that you listen to on the channel, the, the articles you read, all that it's all applicable. Right? Like it all, it's all the same thing when you're looking at pre plus our player prop projections, our player prop tool and everything in stochastic. You get that for free, our prize picks tools. So check it out, prizepicks.com, sponsor of the strategy show. And after you sign up, after you get your free month using that link, using that link, uh download the app, App Store, Google Play Store, wherever it is. Pretty sick. All right, running backs. Oddly enough, I don't think it's going to take us that much time. I'm very, very curious to know where your top options are because cursory look, my first take, and that's what you and I do here. We kind of build a foundation, look forward, first time of the, of the week. I'm looking at probably five guys, maybe four, probably five that I really like this week. So first question I have for you, if those guys for, for the Chargers are banged up, does that make because Eckler's a thousand dollars clear of everybody else? I know. Do you care who's out there or is he in play regardless for you? He's in play regardless. And I think another one of those reasons is that with some cheap quarterbacks that are actually in high total games, mm -hmm. with some cheap wide receivers that we'll get to that are in high total games that actually have you know respectable target shares. I don't think it's going to be that tough to get to Eckler. I don't think it'll be that tough either. It's just a weird, like the Herbert Eckler stack is always like an awkward build. Sure. Yeah, it is. It is. But the guy has 28 targets over the last two games. Oh, I get it. I just, it's just a weird allocation of salary because then it's like, do you, do you, you're going to probably want a tight end or a wide receiver in there. Do you bring it back with a Falcon? I get Eckler. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about bringing it back with a Falcon. Yeah, like Kyle Pitts, maybe. You got Dalvin Cook next against the Washington defense that is, you know, I think average at best. They just, since they've changed that scheme, I mean, he did have 25 touches last week. He had a better game than I actually thought. Credit to Dalvin Cook, and he scored again, but. Jonathan Taylor, I'm not really looking to get to. Your boy Aaron Jones at 74, he's got to be on your list. He's on the list, yeah. He's on the list. My hope would be that the price point, I don't, I don't think it's going to suppress ownership a lot, but I think it could knock it down a little bit here. I still think Aaron Jones is going to be relatively popular, but I, I really like this spot for Aaron Jones a lot. I, I honestly don't think it's crazy 
to play some AJ Dillon either. If let's say I want, this is one of the questions <clears> I wanted to ask you, right? I always preload a couple of questions to bounce off of you for this first look show uh, and, and the audience as well. Let us know in chat where you guys are at. It makes the show a whole lot better. Let's say Aaron Jones is just real chalky. I wouldn't be shocked if running back ownership looks like this. ETN one, Aaron Jones two, Austin Eckler three this week, barring any, would you agree in some respect? Like it, it should be around there. Yeah, I think. Certainly those three are going to be amongst the highest owned. Yeah. If Aaron Jones is very chalky, I'm still going to play a lot of him. But I think that's probably going to funnel me to some A.J. Dillon as well, who's just been essentially from a DFS perspective left for dead. The thing about so A.J. Dillon, there's a couple of things and I get I get what you're doing there. Obviously, there's leverage components. His price isn't as cheap as I'd want it to be. And then, of course, the volume and game script issues potentially can rise up. But there's also a chance that they gash him. And, and Green Bay has been more than apt to ride the hot hand at times. So I They just it. haven't had a positive game script in a long time. Very true. Wouldn't be, if, if you have a positive game script, I wouldn't be shocked at all if A.J. Dillon gets back to seeing a decent, a good amount of work. And you know that on the goal line, he could fall in the end zone for two touchdowns. Like you could have a 16 carry, 100 yard, two touchdown game. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, there's no argument there. That's something that's underutilized where we fall into these traps of like, oh, this team, you know, they don't run the ball. It's like, well, they, they're losing. They're always losing. And now they're their favorite. And I know the Packers aren't the team we typically talk about with that mentality, but reality right now is that's where we're at. Then you've got, I mean, perfect example. Look at Josh Jacobs. He was the best player in the league over the last three weeks. And it's like, wow, he had a horrible game. Not yeah. really. They just scored no, they literally scored no points. Right. He had 10 yeah. carries. That's it's not what even happens. like he was, it wasn't like he was bottled up in the sense that Mixon was yesterday. Mixon. I see chat just burying our boy here. It's not who? his fault. You're they're right. That Burying Mixon who? sucks. Mixon. Oh yeah. He it's not his fault though. None of it. I mean, at one point last night he had four catches for five yards. And it was just like, well, even when they try to get him the ball in space, it's not working. That offensive line is so bad. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You think that Mixon bears some responsibility? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think you can be that bad without taking any okay. responsibility. I have to look at like the yards after contact. I don't have it in front of me, but he gets no favors with that offensive line. No, oh, I, I, I'm with you there. Listen, I'm not saying that that that. All I'm saying is that Mixon shouldn't be absolved of everything when you've been that bad. I mean, he's dead last in the league in yards per attempt. Yeah, I mean that's not that that hurts my case for the best running back since Barry Sanders. I mean, I don't yeah, know. It doesn't help it. It doesn't help him. That's true. It shouldn't even say it hurts it. It just doesn't help. <laughs> uh yeah. So you've got Jacobs on the bounce back. So people mentioned Brady. I'm I'm not brave enough to go to Brady, but Fournette at sixty six is a price drop, seven hundred dollars difference. To Jacobs, he can catch the ball. 
I know White garnered some of it, but I feel like Fournette's still still in line for a boatload of touches. This matchup on the ground doesn't worry you? In some I mean, first of all, it doesn't it doesn't worry me to the extent where I'm like, you can't run against the Rams. I don't think that's true at all. Also, I don't think it is anymore either. I think you're yeah. right. Like they're a strong run defense. They're not my preferred target, but you can run against them. They're they're allowing 4.3 yards per rush attempt. That's 13th in the league. That's solid. They're a fine defense. Fournette also can catch the ball. In some ways, I almost hope they fall behind. He, he'll be fine like that again. I know White can catch the ball as well, but this is a guy, he's only a couple weeks removed from an 11 target game. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I get it. That off the problem is that offense has just been dreadful. But there's also someone in the passing game that I like a lot this week from Tampa. It's not Julio. Don't worry. We gotta. I I, I can't. I honestly, I feel like Mixon's gonna have the game eventually, but I don't think I can do it this week. We had I know a- you were talking about Fournette, but I'm saying like I, I don't. I don't Mixon right now should be a $5,800 player as crazy as that sounds. It's really hard to argue. Um, And it's one of those things. Part of me is like, oh, you know, Chase is out. So they're just, they'll give him it it, in some ways it makes it worse because these teams are just like, we're not going to, we're not going to allow you to run. And and, uh, Bill Castle from chat upset special this week, Carolina over the Bengals. That is a great hot take. I'm not saying I, I am on that. But I think that that's definitely possible. That's a good one. That team is kind of playing right now. Carolina's defense is not that bad. No, I've been saying that all. Um, we both have all, all year. I've been saying they're not that. Listen, this is a team that only a couple of years ago spent every single draft pick on defense. Like their defense shouldn't be that bad, right? No, and it's not. It, it really. <sighs> Brian Burns is one of the best. One of the best DNs in the league. Yeah, they wanted like seven number one picks for him. Yeah, that was basically just like a fuck you. You know what I mean? We're not trading him. But it's not a bad defense. It wouldn't shock me at all. Oh, oh, here's a fun one. I'm so glad someone brought this up. I got him in the run sheet. Uh, Moki, I guess it is. Mochi, Moki. Ronnie Rivers said it and forget it. All right, so let's dive into this one a little bit. This gets interesting. I love Ronnie Rivers. I'm a fan. Where do you go to school? Fresno State. Okay. So the Bucks defense allowed 231 rushing yards last week to Baltimore. 173 the week before to Carolina. 77 to Pittsburgh. They don't count. That is not a professional run game by any stretch. It's not. It's, really not. it's not. Atlanta, 151. You're talking Tyler Algier. Carolina, you're talking Dante Foreman uh, and Chuba Hubbard, even though Foreman's pretty decent. Maybe you guys will see that soon enough. I think you will. Uh, Kansas City, 189. That's the last five weeks. They've been, you want to talk about a run defense that is evaporated and clearly they've had some injuries. I understand that. The issue that I have with with this spot, with Ronnie Rivers or anybody for, for LA is one, Sean McVay is real, for lack of a better word, bipolar when it comes to his his rushing you know, his, his rushing rotations or his backfield. Also 
the LA Rams offensive line when it comes to run blocking is really bad. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. So it's like, yeah, Tampa's run defense has been bad, but what makes us assume that L.A. can beat them? And then to use your, to use your talking point that you always use, then you have to get the player right, even if they are running well. That's my biggest problem. I, I like Ronnie Rivers, and I, I think there's a chance in time if he gets the right role, he could be pretty good. He can catch the ball. The problem is you you just highlighted it. When you start targeting teams, like teams within teams, it, it's really difficult because all it takes is one thing to go wrong when a situation is this fluid. Like you're incurring... Ronnie Rivers misses a block and Stafford fumbles, and then you just never see him again. Like, it's <laughs> that type of situation. You know, Henderson breaks off a, a, a long run. They activate another running back and split it three ways. It's really difficult to confidently deploy guys like that. Now, he is 4,800, so I get the merit if you say, yeah, but there are situations where he just takes over this backfield. That is true, but I think more often than not, there's too much risk for not enough reward because there's also a chance the Rams can't run at all, no matter who's back there. Yep. And yes, Steven, he, they did send him back to the practice squad. My assumption is that they just bring him back up uh, for week nine. Now the trade deadline is today. Ben and I are doing this show. It's 11 Eastern on Tuesday trade deadline. I think is two o'clock Eastern. So it's possible that they sign another running back mm-hmm. and then they don't bring rivers back up. But in, in the event that they don't, Ben, my guess is that they would just bring him back up to the to the active roster. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it. That's my thought as well, though. Larry said 4 p.m. Okay. It's definitely this afternoon. I know that. So we'll 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 pay attention. Uh, FK Cooler said there's much opportunity cost getting too cute at running back. I told I totally agree with that. But I think there are good, like, okay, Pollard last week, smash spot. Uh, there were some really, really good like Kamara was the Kamara and, and Hopkins were my two biggest stands of the week. I know you were very high on Hopkins as well. Sometimes you get them right. Sometimes you get them wrong. Oftentimes I take stands. I guys get them real wrong. Kamara wasn't that popular. That was nice. But he's also the type of guy that you know can give you 200 combined yards from scrimmage. And how many, dude, how long have we been saying? The guy's going to find the end zone eventually. Yeah. And when he does, it seems to come in bunches. Which... Bunch. What do you have, three? It was, I, yeah. I, I think lost count. But I agree with coolers in that. Like if you're going for run, you just laid it out beautifully. But if you're going for running backs in that spot where there's already so many question marks, and that means that by doing so, you're foregoing some of these other running backs, it's mm-hmm. the quickest way to get yourself into a heap of shit. Yeah, it's it's definitely a dangerous game. More often than not, just risk isn't worth it. 
that's that's the simplest way to put it. Yeah, it's not. Uh, but I, I will say this much. When you when we were talking about Mixon, I'm not going back to Mixon, but I want to ask you about some guys around them. Obviously, ETN for you over Mixon, right? You're a big ETN guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. What about, though, what about Ramondre Stevenson? Because, yeah, he, he only had 71 rushing yards last game. This guy's involvement in the passing game now has been expanding exponentially. I mean, five targets in week six, week seven, eight targets. Of course, they were playing from behind, but in a neutral and positive game script, depending on where that game was against the Jets, eight targets for Stevenson back to back games now. There's no doubt that he's someone, again, some of these problems, it's not a problem for him. Like, oh, they could fall behind. Well, he he can clearly do both. I think for me, my biggest concern is probably where he's priced in the sense that it's a, a pretty target-rich environment. You got ETN right there, Kenneth Walker, your boy Mostert, who was non-existent last week, but I think you could go back to him potentially. He's always got some upside. You've got Foreman right there. You know, Benjamin, well, you know, we got to see how that situation plays out. I'm not really looking to go there, to be honest. You just have a lot of names in a small, little confined area. That is true. That is true. That's all. No, I get it. But I I am very much, uh, very much encouraged by that amount of passing work. Because remember, James White isn't there. They don't have... They don't have that guy anymore. No, no Burkhead, no White, Woodhead. Stevenson has ran 65 routes over the last two games, averaging 2.25 yards per route run, and he is second uh, in receiving yards behind only Jacoby Myers. 65 routes in two games for a running back that's also getting, you know, potentially 16, 17 carries. That's not bad. It's not bad. Interesting position this week, for sure. I'm, I'm with you on Raheem Mostert. I, I love going back to him here, especially after he probably pissed a lot of people off last week. You knew that could happen, though. You, with these insane, you know, with these high-scoring environments, you, you know that it could either be the receivers or the running back on any given week. Last week, it was the receivers. What do you make of Ken Walker? So, yeah, he's a, he's a tricky one. Certainly. The, the lack of like crazy game was probably a good thing if you want to play him because if he would have had another big game and if he was 6,200, he would be the most popular player, I think. Um, he really is not giving you anything in the passing game, but I will say they've also played from ahead. So maybe he would if something happened. I don't think so, but he's getting the carries. He's got 21, 23, and 18 carries over the last three games, all wins. Arizona. It feels like a pretty good spot. I mentioned AJ Dillon to you as a cheaper option. I think could be viable, especially if he goes entirely overlooked, despite a really, really good matchup. Is there anyone else down there? I have one guy that I might have some interest, tepid interest in, but it goes back again to the opportunity costing. And I'm off of him. I think for that reason, maybe sprinkles. Are there any cheap options you like? So I don't think that I'm going to get here as it stands currently, but I do think it's worth pointing out that the Falcons draw a super matchup. 
against the Chargers. The Chargers' run defense is atrocious. Horrible. 5.7 yards allowed per rush attempt, last in the league. The Falcons only run the ball. The problem is they run it with multiple guys. And Algier, 14 carries last week. Uh, Caleb Huntley, 16 carries. Mariota can move. I don't know if anyone can get 25 touches in that offense. That's my biggest concern. Yeah, agreed. You know they don't want to throw the football. No. You know that Algier is – he's still the number one right now. But what does that entail? That's not like being number one on the Titans. So, yeah, I'm with you. The only other guy – I was going to mention Algier. <clears throat> Same feeling as you. The only other guy I would mention is Devin Singletary just because they're 13-point favorites. But even there, you have Isaiah McKenzie getting rushing touchdowns. You have Josh Allen who can vulture him. And you have Devin Singletary that, you know, if they're not in a close game, uh, he's not going to get those – those those pass he's not going to get those targets either. If they're playing with the lead, Devin Singletary is not getting opportunities in the passing game. We've seen that. Look at the blowout. Look at the big wins they've had this year: two targets, three targets, two targets, two targets. It's not enough to get you there if they're playing well. And it, again, nearly two touchdown favorites. Yeah, I guess that's it. I think we covered everything at running back, huh? Yeah, I think the mid-range is probably going to be where people land, and certainly you've got the money paying up for Eckler uh, is going to make a lot of sense. A couple of people mentioned James Conner, but now yeah, e- what's that? Yeah, we have to, you know, he's sporting the Q tag. We'll see if he comes back. Yeah, even if he does, I think, you know, Benjamin still has a role. I think Daryl Williams, like, how sh- would you be shocked at all if this ends up being a three-man rotation in the backfield for the rest of the season once Conner comes back? No, I kind of feel like, I mean, the Chase Edmonds, that's kind of what they wanted in some regards, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wide receivers. Then we'll do tight ends. Get a couple punt defenses in there, see if there's anything that stands out. And uh, happy to have all 300-plus of you watching. If you haven't done so, though, tone for your sins, my friends. Click that thumbs-up button. It only takes a single second out of your day, and it makes our lives better in the process. So. If you want to make someone else's day by doing absolutely nothing, hit that thumbs up. But no, in all seriousness, it helps us a lot. Uh, wouldn't ask you otherwise. Subscribe, hit the thumbs up, leave a comment. The YouTube algorithm works in mysterious ways, but we do know that engagement and liking the video is huge for us. Also, you know what else is huge for everybody, Ben? What is that? I thought I thought you I thought I te- I thought you would know this. Mm, I could be. The no-brainer offer. It could be two hundred free dollars at BetMGM. Yeah, there's a lot of great. You know, I will say there's a lot of good deals. Or we got deals on deals, but this is one. Uh, when you get in two hundred dollars for doing practically nothing, that's a good opportunity. It's. I, I said it the other day on a show. Maybe maybe it was you and me on the Sunday show. That say, like, all right, we have prize picks where they're giving you. You're getting a free month of Stochastic Plus Platinum. And you're getting the $100 first match deposit bonus. Then you have BetMGM where you bet $10 on an NBA game to, on, on a money line. Uh, not only do you get paid if you win the bet, but you also get paid $200 no matter what by depositing $10 and putting that on any game. And if you lose, you still get the $200. Link is in the description. Tyler just threw it in the chat right now. It's not in PA, New York, or Mississippi, but any other state that BetMGM is out there, you got it. I mean, it's literally the simple, it's the easiest money you're going to make. And DFS sites don't do these promos anymore. And 
If you're not on DraftKings Sportsbook, I bet you're already on DraftKings DFS. You won't get those new user promos. If you're not on FanDuel Sportsbook, you're already on FanDuel DFS. You're not going to get those promos. So in this case, you're getting free money by betting a basketball game, even if you don't like basketball. But, you know, if you who you don't have to like a sport to sweat it. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you don't even have to sweat it because you're getting two hundred dollars. You could lose all of that money and you're only down 10 bucks or you could build a huge bankroll on it with ten dollars to start with. But, yeah, there have been a lot of pro- there was another one out there, too. I think it was like we did three where it was just insane free money opportunities, free subscriptions. You got adv- to strike while the iron's hot is, is what I've heard, Ben. That's that's a saying for a reason. I'm sure it dates back to the Middle Ages, but it was oh, it was true then, and it's true now. That is true. When is the last time you've ironed anything? Is that again? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Iron. Have you something. ever ironed anything? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't no. think I don't like things where the slightest slightest deviation results in scolding. Anything <laughs> that, where it's like. You either do it right or you're horribly scolded or things I tend not to mess around with, like boiling water, ovens, irons, fire in general. Like, I, what, what are we doing here? So, like, say you were cooking pasta. I know. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were cooking pasta. Would the idea of, you know, taking up, t- picking up the, bo- the, the, the pot of, of hot water, right, like with the pasta after it's cooked over to the sink and straining it? Does the thought of that just carrying a boiling pot of water over, does it make you uneasy just thinking about it? I mean, it doesn't make me uneasy because I know that's just as likely as a meteor crashing through the house. Like I'm never going to drop it. Yeah. No, no. Just for me being in that situation, (laughs) like no chance. Um, Again, you know what I don't like? If anyone ever tells you a story about that, it only ends one way scolding like you either do it right and you get no reward or you do it wrong and it's a serious punishment a big punishment yeah like your feet are purple for life like what exactly are we doing that's what i'm saying it's just like oh cool like i'm just gonna i don't know i don't I, i find it kind of crazy that society just has things like that that are just like ingrained like imagine if it was just like every time you had to walk to the bathroom you just had to like walk over like a pit of alligators, like on a balance beam. No. It's like, well, if you make it, nothing happens. The slightest misstep and you're just completely fucked. What, just to take a dump? You have it's to just like, what, what exactly are we doing here with all these things where there's just scolding hot water? That seems real dangerous. You're telling me that you're, you're are you telling me that you're, you're equating that to cooking pasta? I'm saying that the downside is equal. Okay. Is it not? <laughs> if someone it. said to you, would you rather fall in a pit of alligators or get scolded by smoldering like water? I would have to think about it. I wouldn't just be like, oh, give me the water. That sounds fine. <laughs> When's the last time I wore a suit? I, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a wedding. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I, you take all that shit to a drop. By the way, I haven't used an iron in quite a while either. I would use it at the beach. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down at the beach. I unpack my stuff. And use, I haven't used one in a while either. So it's not something that we do often. But keep that yeah. same mentality and think about it. every time you drive a car. I do think about that actually. Yeah, I took something to the dry cleaners while I was at the beach, and I never picked it up and went home and completely forgot about it. I'm gonna so. go get it, claim it. 
I should. Like, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah, I'll just be like, you know, I was in here a while ago. It was a comforter that I had a party and somebody puked on it. Yeah, that's that's Not one. Great. Should just you leave it there. Donate to the gods. Did you see this? Oh, by the way, like I said, ten dollars into two hundred dollars uh, free money over there at BetMGM. Just make sure your state has it. Uh, I'm assuming there's a couple days left on that. If that, they don't tell us when it's going to end, but it's 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 about there because they usually run them for two weeks and it's been what like 10, 11 days already, I think. So, David. Uh, Colasanto, $50 super chat. Hey guys, I made it to the Hall of Fame last week with a 10 grand free roll hit. <laughs> That's living, living nicely. Wow. How do I get my free membership? Thanks. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, David. You did not need to send us a $50 super chat, but we greatly appreciate it. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tyler. Good, good luck there, right there. Hey, he's uh, on it. It's right next to you up there. Uh, Tyler pulled that up quick. Actually, he had that ready, but still solid work. Just download the stochastic profile pictures. Uh, oh, well, assuming, did he have the avid? He did. Oh, yeah, yeah just, it's all there. Yeah, just tweet. Wait, you already tweeted it. Yeah. So if yeah. you haven't, I'll take this one. If you haven't <laughs> got, anyone hasn't gotten in touch with you, just email stochastic at support. No, nope. take care. So the other way, support yeah. at stochastic. I yeah. confuse that <laughs> every com. time. Every time, every time. That's, that's why nobody's getting their free money. Yep. There's a lot of people emailing into the ether because of me. Yeah. Sending out the right email is as dangerous as walking over a moat of alligators. Nope. The downside is far less. Depends who you send it to. Well, that's All fair. Right. Wide receivers. Let's talk about the top here. This is where I don't know where. Usually I have a decent idea where you're leaning. Sometimes you'll throw me some curveballs. I don't know where you're leaning here because I don't know where I'm leaning here. Cup, Jefferson, Hill, Diggs, Devontae Adams. I'm not sure there's one guy of this bunch. Definitely, I do like Jefferson. Don't get me wrong. And, and Diggs, for sure. But I'm not sure there's one guy of the bunch at their price points that I just go, he is way better on this site than anybody else. I'd agree with that. I, I will say this is more of a personal thing. Justin Jefferson and, and me are not like every time I play him, it does not work. I liked him last week quite a bit. Johnny Munn the game. It's just, yeah. Like, what are we doing? Part of this is going to be, who do you play at quarterback? Of course. Like when you play cousins, you're getting Jefferson. When you play Allen, you're getting digs. If you play car, you're going to use Adams. I think that makes sense. I think independently of my quarterback, I actually like Deandre Hopkins again, 27 targets. I don't think, all the questions that people had uh, are really relevant right now. They're going to use him and use him all the time uh, in this iteration of offense. He He's the cheapest of everyone we've talked about. Cup sporting the Q tag. I don't think I can do it. I'm probably going to say Hopkins above all of them, but you could make an easy case for most. Yeah, I didn't mention Hopkins because he's sub 8K, but you're right. I, I will can... And can we need to credit Seattle's defense? They 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 figured a little something out. I'm not saying they're facing good teams. I get it. I mean, the Chargers. The Giants. Yeah, Chargers a good team, but they were banged up. But how how are we not? And you and I have said this before the first game he played, and you you really talked about this a lot last week with DeAndre Hopkins as well. How are we not looking at a guy that has 27 targets? through his first two games, an offense that has been largely anemic this season, gets back an outright stud in DeAndre Hopkins. Anyone wanting to say he's washed, I would assume that you would now put that. Did you see that one-handed touchdown grab? 
yeah, I did. It was just, it was, it was just like, why are you throwing that? Oh, that's why. Because that guy just goes and gets it. Incredible cash. Yeah. He has a 37% target share through two games that he's played this season. DeAndre, I'll, I'll continue to play DeAndre Hopkins. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Until his price is either too exorbitant or I'm proven wrong. Because right now with a 50-point total in this game, I'm willing to, to put aside the way that Seattle's played. I'm willing to put anything aside. If you're getting double-digit targets a game and you are DeAndre Hopkins and you're the clear goal line or you're the clear red zone target, we know that. How do you not love somebody like him every week? He should be more expensive than this. Yeah, and he will be soon enough. The price is coming up. It's going to continue to rise. So I get it. And it is true. Like, if you are paying down elsewhere, it's not going to be that hard to get to, you know, Diggs and Allen, combos like that. So you can do it. I think it's kind of the next tier to me is a little more interesting. Like T. Higgins off maybe the buyback. Certainly Tyler Boyd as well with no chase. But got like Gabe Davis is almost 7,000. Like some of these guys feel that's a lot of money your hope because he's he's really only going to get five six maybe seven targets yeah i mean we know what he can do but that's that's a lot uh hitman can he exist with ellinger he still had nine targets um the a dot was lower and honestly uh at the end of the game ellinger threw a strike to him and he dropped it a long pass that really could have set them up so i'm not going to completely write pitman off it's just in New England is not my favorite situation. That's more the problem. Sure. I honestly would rather go to Alec Pierce here because he's that guy's pretty he, good. Yeah. He's not a bad player. He's a second round rookie, right? Like he's not a, this isn't a third day end of the draft. No, he's rookie. a player. Yeah. Alec Pierce is good. What is he? 40, he's 44, I think 4,400, $4,400. And how about this? This is what really stood out to me. A lot of these cheap guys, you're hoping for that that boom, right? You know that it can be bad. You know the floor is low on any of these cheap guys. He had five targets last week. Three of them were 20-plus yards downfield. You just need Alan Gert to, to hit a couple of those. It, but the fact that Pierce got targeted three times on deep balls, 4,400, especially against the Patriots team that, you know, I know this sounds cliche, but they do like to take your top option out of the game. I don't hate it, but back to the top real quick. Coolers had a comment that uh, I do agree with. We may get Devonte Adams at some low ownership after last game. I think we will for sure. It's just a matter of what do we want to do with him? I still believe Adams, even though it's not Rogers, I still believe Adams has the ceiling where he can blow the roof off of a game. This game has a nice total. I like Lawrence with like a Kirk or a Zay Jones or a Marvin Jones. Uh, if you don't go ETN there, the run back with Adams seems very natural. And I don't know if you've seen Christian Kirk's price point, but if you are stacking Jacksonville, Christian Kirk is 5,500. Both ways, I think, work because yeah. Carr and Adams with a Kirk run back, 
is completely fine for me. There, there's some good, you know, you mentioned no one jumped off the page up top. I would agree. The guys that jumped off the page to me were right here. Christian Kirk and obviously McLaurin at 5,900 yep. against Minnesota's dumpster fire of a secondary <laughs> 7.7 yards allowed per pass attempt. That's horrendous. Uh, I, these guys, you got to give them pretty strong looks. And then, I mean, if Rogers is going to get there, somebody probably Romeo Dobbs is going to have to, to lead that charge. So he's in that price point as well. Or if Alan Lazard comes back, he's six K flat, same price tier as McLaurin, right? Um, LA is one we got to pay attention to because it could be DeAndre Carter. It could be Joshua Palmer. Keenan Allen might not play. There's a lot of moving parts there. That's a tough, that's a tough team because they got guys all over the place and they've got Eckler too. This will make you uncomfortable, but I got to throw it out there anyway. Mike Evans. Uh, no, I, I think Mike Evans could be an excellent low owned play this week. It's going to be low owned. He's going to get the targets. I, you know, it's funny. I think one of the many things that don't align to my perception is how good the Rams defense is like their second, their secondary is honestly like his Ramsey, but, but no, they're not some, good right now. He's got some like digs from the Cowboys in him where it's like, he makes a couple of spectacular plays, but in between those, it's all bad. Um, Cause he goes for a lot. Huh? Yeah. Would you rather play Evans or Godwin? In this spot, I yeah. think I would rather go Evans. And, and I'll tell you why. If you were looking just at, at, listen, deep balls aren't everything, especially if a quarterback can't hit them. I understand that. So, you know, I, I, I get it. But Mike Evans has been getting an insane amount of deep attempts. Just crazy. He has nine deep attempts over the last two games. Last week against Baltimore, six deep attempts to Mike Evans. Pe Six targets, 20-plus yards downfield. So it's like, okay, did he have an insane game? No, he still had six for 123, uh, which is not a bad game. That's without him really capitalizing on that type of volume and high upside volume that you're getting on targets deep downfield. So uh, is it a risky play with that? how this offense is functioning right now? Of course it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But is Mike Evans somebody that if he's going to keep being used in this capacity – against a secondary that struggled and he's the primary red zone threat. Cause we know he's always been, I, st I still think if you're getting it, you could get him at 5% this week. There's no doubt he could be low owned and it's true. You know, friend of the show, Stewie just hopped in and was asking about like who, who possibly gets traded. We got to see if some of these teams pick some people up and change personnel. I'm not sure if it's going to make, any we just kind of have to wait and see. Like maybe Green Bay adds someone, maybe one of these teams is a seller. <sighs> how low? I don't know how much lower I need to go before. Like you've got guys in the fours. You talked about Zay Jones. I will say this Terrence Marshall guy on Carolina. It's not that bad. You like no. They were excited about him when they got him. They just never used him up until they, last week. They used him last week. He had multiple chances uh, mm -hmm. in, in the red zone, in the end zone. He's out there all the time. I just don't know what exactly I'm paying up for this week, though. Maybe if I go like Premier Stack and I need a cheapie, but I think I'd go more balanced at first glance. I mean, they got rid of Curtis Samuel because they thought Terrace Marshall could be the guy. 
He's got some talent. He does. He does. I, I don't know. I love this. I think we're on the same page. There's a lot here. Listen, even Marvin Jones and Zay Jones, 4,300 and 4,100. If this is a game where Trevor Lawrence has to throw a ton, one of these guys could have themselves a game. Very cheap options uh, in a game with a nice 47.5 point total. We talked about Mooney. I think Mooney as a one-off is fine. DeAndre Carter, you might be without Keenan Allen. We already know Mike Williams is out. Um, Rondell Moore had a nice game, finally getting actual decent targets recently. I'll go on further. Even Jacoby Myers at 5,400. His volume has looked very nice lately. He's the clear number one in New England, and Indianapolis uh, is far more inferior through the air than they are on the ground. There's definitely opportunities. That I, I, I'm sorry, I was half paying attention because you're good. Someone... I was talking about uh, uh, Jacoby Myers, but half no, paying no, attention I because what? Because of someone mentioned Lavisca Chenault and oh, Jack, God. my boy. I love that guy, but I don't. I don't know if we can actually do that. Um, I mean, I played some. I played some Chris Moore last week, and he just apparently is a Ponzi scheme because he didn't have any. Tar- <laughs> he didn't even have targets. Uh, so you got it's buyer beware down here. When you get down again, I I still think the theme of this show is opportunity cost, and especially if you're playing in these tournaments, like trying to win the millie. You, you can't really win those with even if you have a low owned guy who multi you know points per dollar shows up. You need raw points from these guys. So unless you think the guy can get you know twenty fantasy points, it's it's really hard to look to some of these guys, even if you think their floor could be you know, four, four for 40, four for 50 type outputs. That's fair. I think that's probably why I like these cheap options for Jacksonville, because we've already seen Trevor Lawrence attempt 40 plus passes multiple times, many times this season. Oh, Trevor Lawrence is, he's going to have some games. There's no doubt. I'm, I'm a little uh, upset because I thought that Jacksonville would be ahead of schedule and it, it really doesn't seem to be happening, but the volume is there. He's not a zero rushing, and I know it's not. He's not Lamar either, but those points add up. He can give you a handful of points on the ground as well. All right, last thing at wide receiver, I have to ask you about this because we talked about the other side. What do you want to do with the Metcalfs and Lockets this week? Uh, Highest total game. I really, honestly, I don't have a great answer. I was Lockett dropped the. Re- ridiculous touchdown then he made amends hit him in the face it and he just that's not Lockett. like he doesn't do that those are usually guys i roster and i didn't i didn't roster Lockett, so i'm not sure why that happened dk metcalf i mean i, I was like oh he's gonna be you know he's not gonna play or he's gonna be limited he, he still had 10 targets in a game that they won 27 to 13 so you can look to these guys i guess certainly in the geno stack of course i'd prefer to target Kyler Hopkins and that side, and maybe bring it back with them or put Kenneth Walker in there. They're not priorities for me. They're in play, but I still want to kind of dig into that a little more. And we'll have a better idea on ownership too. Tomorrow. That's important. Yeah. Tomorrow ownership will be updated. The top stacks tool, boom, bust tool, all that. And then they update throughout the week. Obviously you get a, a whole lot. Actually, I think they should be updated. They should be up today at some point later today. And if you want to check them out, three free days, entirely free, Stochastic Plus NFL tools, everything uh, that we have for NFL, completely free for three days. No strings attached. If you don't like it, I I think you will like it. But if you don't, 
you can ditch it after that. So take advantage of that. Three free days to cast it plus NFL tools. Link is in the description. Tyler can throw it in the chat as well if you haven't done so yet. All right. We've we this has been a thorough search for good plays on this. This is why this show is so fun. But now we get to tight ends, and tight end gets a little weird. But it's very possible that Gerald Everett could easily be the best tight end on this slate, depending on how things break for the Chargers. He is someone that his ownership and his projection are going to be vastly impacted by who's out there. Like he could be the obvious chalk payup. He could also be, you know, someone that's not really relevant to the slate. So I get it. Are you going to go to Kyle Pitts, who's starting to show some life? Or are you going to say everyone wants to to jump back in? I'm going to go elsewhere. Yeah. It's like, all right, he starting to show some life. Yeah. Five for 80 touchdown. That's good. It's, it's whatever. The nice five for 80. He, he was moving. Yeah. You're, you would say that no matter what. I would. He had five for 87 against Seattle. Just didn't score. No one's talking. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on Pitts. I like Pitts at his price point. I think he's perfectly fine. Uh, last week was 4K. I wasn't excited about it, but I did have some Kyle Pitts. He's fine. But I, well, I guess the question would be, like, let's, let's assume that, that Keenan Allen's also out and Everett and Pitts are getting similar ownership. I would rather go to Ger- Gerald Everett. We had that question in chat. I would too pending that's true. If all the chargers are there, it wouldn't be, it would be the other way for me. I can't believe I'm about to say this. What? This might be. This might, week. this might be the week that I get to some Evan Ingram. Yeah. I'd say that for me too, but every week <laughs> is the week that I get to Evan Ingram. He hasn't been that bad recently, oh, actually. He's- He's a hell of a player. Six targets or more in four straight games. <laughs> Always take it too far. He scored. No joke. His price, I think we'd all agree, his price should be more towards like the Hayden Hurst range than where he is. He shouldn't be $3,300. That's just wrong. He's basically a 4K tight end, given how bad the position is. 8K. 8K, but I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> um, hey, why, why is he 700 cheaper than Mike Kosicki? I don't know. I mean, he. I get that like Foster Moreau and obviously Conklin last week had a huge week. To me, Evan Ingram is a better play this week than those guys. Yeah. I agree. What about Hurst? He's someone that piqued my interest. I thought he'd have a bigger game last night and he really wasn't super involved. Like the. Script was right and it still didn't materialize. I think he could be interesting as a kind of a, a different type of play. Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I mean, no chase. He, he should he yeah. should have more of a role. I don't hate it. This, yeah, I don't hate that at all. I, I don't hate Hurst. Uh, I actually like Ingram. I don't think Robert Tunyon is crazy. No. Uh, Higby, what 3,700 is fine. Tyler Conklin against Buffalo. That might, if that's a chase game for people, I'll stay far away from that. But he had a huge game. Kate Otten against the Rams. Do we have is is Brait still out? Oh, he's questionable. So if Brait's out, 
I, I would go back to Kate Otten. And one other spot I wanted to hit on was that somebody mentioned in chat they'd rather go to Ertz over Everett. I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't. Ertz, Ertz is basically your at that price. He's the type of guy that'll get you 10 to 13. You know, kind of what you were saying when you're talking about the 20 point games. I'm not saying he can't do it. He hasn't done it all season this year, but he is he is the, the range of outcomes for, for Hurst or for Zach Ertz. He's finished with between 10 and 16 fantasy points in every game. So not bad, right? Not bad. But most of them have been on the lower side of that. And it's just he's and, and now you have DeAndre Hopkins. Is it a surprise to you? Because it isn't to me that her that Zach Ertz targets looked like this in the weeks that Hopkins was out. 4 11 10 6 10 10 and over the last two games he has four and five targets that doesn't shock me even a little bit yeah it's tough you're paying it's not that he can't do it it's just is he that much more likely than all the guys in the 3k range no I mean, no not with um, hopkins back that's what i'm saying and so there's a bunch of names we rattled off and it is true a good point by chronic smith they the Bengals had wilcox on the field last night at tight end at points too. So that is something to dig into a little more, but I, I genuinely feel like if Evan Ingram was on the main slate last week, he would be, I don't know. He would be at the top of their list for a lot of people. I could see it. I see what you're saying. Just such on. One options. time you would think by random chance, I would get him right once. <laughs> Wouldn't you think like of all the weeks that I've recommended him, yeah. I think it's, you think it randomly it would work. Yeah, because all you need is 13. Six. Yeah. <laughs> Any other tight ends? No, I, because I, normally we're talking about guys that are 4,500 and we're saying, okay, there's a guy at like 2,800 that's interesting. If you can find someone at 2,800, you can find $400 to get to the guys we just talked about that Especially are legitimate, legitimate components of these offenses. Yeah. Foster Moreau, Moreau, if, if, if Waller's out, there's another one. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot in that range that, that stands out. All right, before we close this out, uh, and shout out to Tyler for producing this one. Favorite defense under, uh, under 3K. It's a, it's a pointless segment, but it's a fun way to close this show. Uh, who would you go with? I would go with the Panthers at 2,300. They can get pressure. Pressure is always the starting point for good defenses. Burrow, I mean, Burrow's making mistakes. He's an amazing player. I love Joe Burrow. He's getting pressure. He's turning the ball over. And the Panthers' defense can cause some problems. And they're $2,300. That was my pick as well. Yep. I'll give you one more real quick then. The Commanders against Cousins, I think, is also interesting. He he has games like that. No one's going to do that. Where uh, Cousins just deteriorates in front of yeah. our eyes. Like, I'm going to have Cousins stacks, obviously. Yeah. I like the spot for them. I'll have some Washington. I could see that. Yeah. Panthers at Cincy, though, definitely at, at that price point ma makes a whole lot of sense. A whole lot of sense. Pressure. Hey, Ben's coming up at one o'clock Eastern for the uh, PGA strategy show with Jeff Ulrich. You got the NHL strategy show at two. You got the deeper dive at 530 for basketball. You got NBA live before lag at 630. We got you covered all day long and all of our betting content over at the Odds Shopper channel. Ben, big numbers lately. We're growing big over there for good reason. It's good content. It's a ton of fun. A lot of quick videos too. So, you know, I love doing these, these live shows that are an hour, hour and a half. We get into it. 
If you're looking for, hey, there's games on the night and I want some picks in five minutes, head to Odd Shopper YouTube. Check out all of us are over there. We're having fun. You hop in the Discord as well. It's just a great, great uh, community that we're building. And it's because of you guys. I, I see a lot of familiar faces over there. But if you haven't been over to Odd Shopper YouTube, just take a peek. We got some cool things going on over there. Appreciate you guys as always. We'll see you back here for the next one. Peace.